Hello and welcome back to the Slasher Siblings podcast. And this week we have a very special guest with us. Our first fan, you could say. Our very special our guest. Literal first fan. Literal first fan. Cicely will tell you who it is. It's our mom. Shocker. <laughs> Hello. And uh, she's going to read this week's movie stuff. Movie stuff. It is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Came wow. out in 1993. Sorry. It's... Rated PG. It's an hour and 16 minutes long. It got a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. And for those of you who don't know what the movie is about, Jack Skellington, king of Halloween Town, discovers Christmas Town, but his attempts to bring Christmas to his home causes confusion. So this one's going to be a little different since we have a guest alongside us of talking capacity. We'll start off with you can tell us and the people listening why you love this movie so much. I'm a huge fan of Halloween. It's mm-hmm. my absolute favorite holiday and anything to do with Halloween. But I didn't even see this movie in the theater. I saw it after it came out. I don't know. I'm guessing. After I was born, probably. Maybe. What year did it come out? It came 93. out in 93. I, oh, okay. Probably would have saw it before then, but I don't know the whole thing. Just from start to finish, I loved absolutely everything about it. Okay, so what are your guys' favorite songs in this movie, since it's a musical? This is Halloween. They can't. That doesn't count. <laughs> yes, not it does. It, any so- <laughs> What is your favorite song that is not Halloween? This is Halloween, because that's probably literally everyone's favorite. Probably. What's this? I mean, this is Halloween. I said not that one. Oh. <laughs> any <laughs> other than that listening. one? Of course not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that's my favorite one. Like, because I said that was everyone's favorite one. I like I like the slow songs that Jack sings. Jack's Lament. That's my favorite one. I don't know what it's called. It's when he's walking in the graveyard Great and he's saying... Yeah. Goes up on the mountain. Curly yeah, 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 yeah. When you're right to sleep. In a good Obviously, way. Obviously, Mom, your favorite character would be Jack. You have a sweater and shirt and tattoo of Jack, so I'd say that's your favorite character, correct? Yes. He's on my socks also, just so oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Sis? Uh, I like Oogie Boogie. Ooger Booger. Ooger Booger. <laughs> uh, I, I like Jack, too. Um, it would probably be between Jack and Oogie Boogie, because they have the best songs in the yeah. the movie, whenever Santa goes down into his lair. I like Sally, too. Yeah, Sally's a good character, too. But they have the best songs. Well, This is Halloween is about Jack, obviously, because he's that scarecrow in the beginning. But when Santa gets thrown down into the hole, that, that whole sequence is like... <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, what are what's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when Jack is dissecting the Christmas. The stuff. experiment scene. Yeah. 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 You have one, Mom. Mine is probably when he goes down in the hole to save Santa and Sally and then has the hole yeah. dealing with Oogie Boogie. I like the making Christmas scene where they're all mm-hmm. building toys and stuff. It's really Jack singing the song while they're all building these disgusting and broken toys. It's, just, it's so funny. And it like perfectly exemplifies Tim Burton's like spirit and style in that scene all the weird creepy things being put in the boxes like it's supposed to be Christmas presents. But he wants it to be happy all at the yeah, same time. exactly. You want to know my fear fact? Huh. <laughs> it's not really a fear fact. I'm pretty sure they called Jack Skellington Bone Daddy. Yeah, they did. They did. When he flips the coin into the <laughs> trumpet. So funny. Yeah. It threw me off. Nice one, Bone Daddy. <laughs> yeah. I watched it twice said, yesterday because I kept on. falling asleep. Did they just say Bone Daddy? Yeah, yep. he's a skeleton. I love it. And you know that's Danny Elfman's head in the 
Yeah, that was one of my fear facts. Uh, the, yeah, Danny Elfman's head is inside the base. What do you mean? So the scene where uh, they're learning jingle bells or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. he goes one and a two oh, and a, yeah. the little, the little gotcha. guy in the base. Yeah, that was Got Danny it. Elfman's head. Well, Mom, do you have stuff you want to talk about in this movie? She came prepared, it's written I stuff have down. Some notes. More prepared than me. Um. Yeah, I bought her a notebook and a pen, and <laughs> she hasn't used it yet. Do I look like I use a notebook and a pen? But I know you forget everything. Yep. Yeah. I know they call this Tim Burton's Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Um, I know the director got upset with that because Tim Burton didn't actually direct it. He's yeah. just a producer. Henry but it's based Selleck. off of a poem that Tim Burton wrote. Yeah. And the poem that he wrote only had three characters in it. Jack, Zero, and Santa. Man, you're stealing my fear facts here, Mom. <laughs> the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas also did Coraline and James and the Giant Peach. I okay, think you I can didn't tell. know that one. You can, yeah, you can kind of yeah, tell. You can, yeah, you can definitely see it, but I, I didn't even know that one. Jack's speaking voice is actually Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. You've seen that, haven't you? That was the movie I was talking about a couple episodes where the granddad's reading the story and it's the movie. Yeah, he's reading it to... His grandson in the bed. That was Princess Bride. I thought it was, but I didn't want to... Who's in The Princess Bride that I know? Yeah, he was um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. No, she wasn't in it. That's Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, yeah. That's what I know. (laughs) And Sally's voice is Catherine Mm O'Hara from Beetlejuice. Oh, um, the mom. The mom mom. ghost? Delia Dietz. Delia. Wait, the, like, the, the, the alive mom? Yes. Yeah, the alive mom. The red hair? Delia Dietz, yes. Just trying to catch up, all right? (laughs) And the mayor's voice is Otho from Beetlejuice. I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. That's Which interesting. Is... The dude with the snappy suits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know him. I and know him. Danny Elfman actually is Jack's singing voice, Barrel, and the clown with the tearaway face. Yeah. Ah. Um, something else I had was took th- over three years to make the movie mm-hmm. because it's stop action. Stop what? It's stop action, so they have to. You mean like stop animation? animation. Or is that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Stop okay. motion. But stop, stop motion. motion. <laughs> they build the little None of us know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's stop all motion. three of them. It doesn't whatever. matter. They yeah. build the little dolls and yeah, take I, pictures I of it the, or whatever. I watched the, the thing where you can watch them make coin lines. You watch Parks and Rec? Some. Well, he gets Adam Scott's character, Ben. He gets mm-hmm. depressed in one episode and he makes this stop motion <laughs> movie. And he worked on That's it for funny. like two weeks straight, and he got like three seconds of a movie, oh and he was, he was like having a bin bike crisis. That's so funny, actually. Well, they said that the parts with Oogie Boogie, I mean, he's not on screen that much, but the, like at the end, mm-hmm. when they tear his skin away and all the bugs, that took over four months just in itself. Oh, wow. He was probably the hardest, one of the hardest characters. To yeah, do. that's what I read, too. Um, The scene at the end where they are playing hockey. Yeah. And it's a pumpkin. But somewhere out there, there is a version that when it comes flying at you, it is actually Tim Burton's head. <laughs> and they said Tim wouldn't like that very much, so they took so it out. they took it out, and then the director said he was really mad that he didn't just go ask Tim, because I'm pretty sure Tim Burton probably would have left it in, yeah. Left it in. And um, one other thing I had, Disney wanted Jack to have eyes. No. I know. No. That would have been weird. Yeah. That would have been gross. They <laughs> said it was more, he would be more expressive with eyes, but I think Maybe, he's, but he's a skeleton. He's skeleton, but he's very expressive. Without, without his, his eyes. His eye holes closing open and yeah. stuff, but like... And his mouth changes. He so doesn't have skin. Why would he have eyes? I don't 
don't know. That'd be gross. But they got a suit, sketch. though. He yeah. does have a suit. It was supposed to be all black. Gnarly. They added the pinstripes in after because of how dark the movie already was. Yeah. And they wanted to take him to stand out more. Uh, do you have scenes you want to talk about? I just wrote down the seven doors that they have. All of them? All of them. Oh, yeah. That's they? one of my favorite scenes, too. When you, they're showing all the doors. Yeah. Because I'm like, go on the Valentine's Day one. I bet that's cute in there. It probably is, yeah. Valentine, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween, of course, and then 4th of July. 4th of July. Oh, that would be pretty cool. A whole I feel world like they of... should do more movie. Well, obviously, it can't compare to that one, but like a spinoff where they go in all Like of each one has yeah. like a different episode of a TV show or yeah, something. That'd, be, that'd cool. be pretty cool. But he said there would never be a sequel to it because it, yeah. it would ruin its like originality or whatever he mm-hmm. said. It'd probably be really fucking hard to make, too. Probably. I don't have the pa- I would never have the patience to do that. Three years? <laughs> I just don't have the patience. That's so tedious. Like, yeah. Well, they had like his head. They made what? Four, I want to say like 14 different facial expressions so there's like 14 little jack heads floating around but there were over a hundred different jack models made for the movie wow with 14 different expressions or whatever and uh i saw a video that danny elfman actually has one of them yes in like a jar like a sealed jar or whatever yeah i'm jealous under his what bed no just in his house (laughs) it's under under like a like a like the rose like from dome. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like in one of those jack. things. Yes. Gotcha. Actually, it looks exactly like the rose from the Beauty like and the, the Beast. Like the Michael Jackson, like the, the Billie like, Jean glove. Yeah. Yes. It's in that dome glass game. thing. Yes. Yeah. Understood. So, obviously, This Is Halloween is the most famous song from this entire movie. Easily, probably all of our favorite. It, yeah, it is all of our favorite mm-hmm. ones in the movie. And it, how, what do you think about the opening to this movie? Um, It gives away a clue of how Jack died. Yeah, how do you think? He burned to death. That's why he swallows the fat flame. And yeah, that that makes sense. I I also like the fan theory of the I don't know what you're gonna say. the the Frankendoodle dog. Yeah. And the kid. In Corpse Bride. Where were Zero and Jack? Mm-hmm. As as what? Frankenweenie. That's what it was. Yeah. Frankendoodle. Whatever his name was, I didn't see that one actually. <laughs> it's a new breed of dog. So Zero dies because dogs don't live that long. And yeah. you don't have or whatever. to say that. We know. Whatever uh, his name was in Frankenweenie, so then he becomes Zero in Halloween Town, and then the kid grows up to be Victor Van Dort mm-hmm. in Corpse Bride, and he just so happens to marry a dead woman, who then can also die again and become Sally even, and he can die by maybe, like you said, burning to death and becoming Jack Skelton. I wish that he would do something where it's like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I yeah. intended because I really want that to be true. I want him to be in all, I want it to be the same character in all three movies or something. Frankenweenie's cute. Have you ever seen it? Uh, yeah, super cute. But Frankenweenie's after Corpse Bride. Like Corpse Bride is like in like 1800s or something and like Frankenweenie's in like 2000, so I yeah, guess it okay. wouldn't work. But still, I would that yeah. would be cool if it was actually a thing. Corp Pride is good too. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's a lot. Oh, okay. It's like a comfort movie. Uh, I really like the way like he comes in like because you you see that scarecrow if you're watching this movie for the very first time you see the scarecrow and you don't know that that's Jack 
and he like points telling you where to go into Halloween Town or whatever and then it instantly I love how it just like it's all it's like seamlessly goes into like the song it doesn't just like all of a sudden pick up and start singing or anything yeah. it's like it, Danny Elfman's a genius when it comes to his music yeah and I like how like all the shadows are popping up and like you get to meet all the different creatures and characters of Halloween Town and it, obviously most of them are like based on like what we see in Halloween like skeletons and zombies like well I guess Sally's not really a zombie but kind of and like Frankenstein and the werewolf werewolf like vampires it's all the witches yeah it's all like what we see what we I like that like there's all those kind of like creatures through all the years of you know folklore and whatnot is Sally stuffed with leaves yes yes I noticed when she jumped out of a tower I was like Okay, were those leaves there, or did this just No, they fall, fell out, out of her. her. I thought that was funny. And, like, he locked her in a tower. I'd jump out, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna die. See ya. <laughs> yeah. This is, all I have to do Cowabunga. is stitch myself back together. Yeah. <laughs> then he comes in and he screams because she, <laughs> she got out. I was like, what do you think she was gonna do? Yeah. You know she can jump out the window. He what gave do her you, that big old window. <laughs> what do you think what about mean? the, like, reveal of the scarecrow turning into Jack? Oh, yeah. Like, pretend like you uh, are watching it for the first time. Well, you know he's going to be something important when he comes back out of the water. Just the way he comes out. The scarecrow comes alive. You're like, oh, well, it (laughs) was a scarecrow two seconds ago. (laughs) And now he's Jack, King of Pumpkin. I feel like that's a like a really cool way to introduce someone that's like supposed to be the king of like a town mm-hmm. and like the pumpkin king he had a pumpkin head and like he was the scarecrow of the pumpkin patch and I think that's like a cool way to introduce and show you exactly like who he is just by having very little telling factors like all it is is a scarecrow yeah but as soon as you learn who he is it was like oh that gave everything <laughs> away of who he is like immediately <laughs> Yeah. I also like the whole, they were like summoning him out of the fountain. Yes. They were like all doing the dance and all that <laughs> other stuff. I really like how that, I mean, they do it every year. So, but we do Halloween every year and we still don't get tired of it. So yeah. it's kind of exactly the same thing as us celebrating Halloween. They're just celebrating their king showing up. And having another fantastic scare Hall- session. Yeah. And then there's right after that, the bone daddy. That Cicely loves so much. Uh, I had then, to like rewind it and be like, He Hold said on. Bone Daddy. Did he just say that? And then it comes into Jack's Lament, which is the one where he's sad and walking up the corkscrew hill or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. I really like that because it's it's like showing how he's like become tired of doing the same thing. Because who knows how long he's been dead and like in Halloween Town and it shows like he's just tired of doing the same thing over and over again and that's like kind of how like humans are too they're tired of doing the same exact thing over and over and over and over again and I also like how it changes from like sad and then like happy and then back to sad like I, I like the tone changes in it he's like few who can deny that at what I do I am the best and then he like gets sad again yeah and then it picks up a little bit and then it gets sad again yeah like I, I really like his tone changes well Danny Elfman is also a genius once again. I mean, he did Elf's music too, and they were all excellent. And, Elf as in. Yeah, with Will Ferrell. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory, like the Frankenweenie one, but with the Grinch? Yes. 
No. How he's really the Grinch and Max, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd Have be pretty interesting, that? too. Uh-uh. What happened? Like, obviously he was the Grinch, and then he died. Then he turned into Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Because he Max never... Zero. Because he never really liked Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grinch didn't like Christmas. I mean, at the end, they show that he starts to like it again, but then they think when he dies and becomes the skele- skeleton, then he's... Uh-huh. I thought that was cool, too. Right, yeah. It's interesting. I love the Grinch. Love, love, love. Love, 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 love the Grinch. Uh, what do you think about Jack, the Jack's Lament scene? What are your thoughts and opinions? Um, I think it's he has a funny moment in there, too, when he takes off his head because he can... The Shakespearean quotations. <laughs> I love that part, too, because Danny Elfman changes his voice. Like, when he takes off his head, he kind of, like makes his voice a little deeper and then he puts the head back on he goes back to normal i really like that because it kind of makes it seem like he's kind of like a ventriloquist almost anything else on that scene i don't think so i'm just listening to him yeah she she usually chimes in when she thinks of stuff (laughs) and then it's the scene where he's walking through the forest into the grove of the trees and he's like i always thought it was like really funny that he like falls asleep while he's walking yeah. and it's just like he's just walking and he's asleep and what i was a, like i can really relate to that you <laughs> probably could fall asleep while you were walking probably. but it's just funny that he's just he just keeps walking and he gets to this place he's never been before and he's been there for how many years probably and where how did i just want to know like how he kept walking like what kind of magic was that that he was still walking while he was asleep i thought it was really funny that's after he took his rib out and threw it to zero yeah he threw it for zero yeah i would honestly do that if i was a skeleton here i go eat up i also like what do you think about the grove of the trees with all the doors scene like when he's looking at Christmas and stuff. I'd like to know the thought process on how he decided to go there instead of... My opinion? Probably like the colors and stuff. Like he saw the tree and he never seen a tree with like leaves on it before because all those trees are dead in Halloween Town, right? Yeah, I guess it would be. So he probably saw this like fantastic tree because like Valentine's was just a heart and or it was a heart, right? It's a heart. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is the four-leaf clover. Yeah. Easter's an egg. Yeah, so, like, well, I guess Easter could have been, like, a close second. Well, they end up in Easter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got the They probably thought, I'll go through the very colorful door. Because he doesn't actually say in the movie, like, where... He doesn't, doesn't, like, tell him where to go, right? At first, he... Doesn't he just say, go go get Santa? Yeah. Go find him? He probably, like, off-screen said, go through the colorful door. Maybe. This one. This one, the Easter egg. But, like, it had, like, ornaments and all these pretty colors all over it and, like, a star on top. I I think maybe that's why. Yeah. Thanksgiving was a turkey. Yeah. I guess, you know, it had some colors on it, but not... It was, like, all brown and stuff. It was, like, on the Christmas door, there's, like, red, white, green, blue, like, all these... Yeah, the tree was decorated, so probably. And I don't... Yeah, Fourth of July was just... I don't remember what that one was exactly. Yeah, I can't... Did it even show it? Or did it just pan across the couple i think it shows it because i wrote them down oh so it must have must have been able to see it at some point probably and then I think he goes around in a circle because they're all like, the way yeah, it shows they're all in a circle in a circle yeah i just can't for the life of me remember what the fourth of july one was i think it's a hat um, yeah you're like probably a yeah. hat with the red white and blue. yeah yeah i think you're right <laughs> i think you're right yeah this is also the scene where he f- opens the Christmas door and goes in. I always thought that that scene looked cool too, where he's like falling down the the spiral with the snowflakes. Yeah. So uh, when he opens the door, doesn't the snowflakes come out first? Yeah, they suck him in, and, and he falls yeah, in. Yeah. Falls in. What are your thoughts about the what's this 
sequence. Oh, he's like a little kid in a candy store. Yeah. I think it's funny when he grabs a snowflake. And it pops on the uh, snowman's nose. nose. Yeah, because yeah, he's walking. He has no clue where he's walking. He's just in wonderment of this snowflake. And then he goes into the, sn- the snowman so he can hide. And then he gets too excited and busts out of it. <laughs> he's bouncing everywhere. I like when he's, like, swinging across, like, the stuff with the umbrella. Like, he's, like, pulling himself up to the houses and he's swinging across the tinsel. And he really d- he really did some damage with that umbrella, didn't he? <laughs> I like when he's, like, going, looking through all the different windows and he sees, like, elves making toys oh, or cute. the elf babies are all decorating the tree. And a fear fact I don't think I wrote down down was that throughout the whole movie you don't see the grown-ups faces except for that one old lady reading the story to the baby elves that's the only adult's face you see in the whole movie yeah all of them are purposely like you don't see the cop's head when he's answering the phones you don't see the news reporter lady you don't see any of the parents when they're looking out the window and the cops like calling or whatever you don't see parents heads you don't see the cop's face it's like black it's like powder puff girls I don't know. It, it it seems like it's just what the thing I read, it was like a generation thing. But I don't really, I don't know why he thought to n- not show adults' faces. Maybe it was just more work for them or... Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But Yeah, because the cop's hidden behind a police light. Doesn't it say like police on it? And it's like a big dome? Well, when he's, yeah. But when he's driving in the car, his face is just black from the shadow. He's mm. just talking into the walkie-talkie. But I also like when he goes, he sneaks into the, the sleeping elf's room and he like lays, he like lays on that elf's head and then he screams, what's this? And the elf wakes up. I thought that seems really funny because he, he just, he was breaking and entering into this elf's house and woke up a sleeping elf and was out the door before he even woke up. I thought that part's really funny. And then he checks under the bed. Yeah. Because there's no monsters under the bed. You don't understand that. Literally a kid in a candy store. Just yeah. can't believe that there's not monsters everywhere. And he pulls the lights down and then he puts them like in his eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. He. I read somewhere that Tim Burton was inspired by like toy stores on Christmas and stuff with all the like fantastical like you want to look at everything. Yeah. And it's like a kid walking down the street looking in the toy stores that are all decorated and lit up for Christmas and stuff. Makes sense, because he looks like a little kid that's just... Yeah, he didn't know true. where to look. He didn't know what to do with everything. And this is also when he sees Sandy Claus for the first time, too. I think that's a really cool, like, reveal. You don't see him or anything. You just see his shadow, but it's, it's cool to see where they met. Worlds collide. Worlds collide yeah. without either of them really knowing because they didn't see each other he just like learned about him or whatever but i also like the way it leads into the town meeting yeah scene he's like coming back on the like the little scooter with his little, yeah, glasses, with his little on. glasses on because you know it he needs to protect his eyes and uh, that aren't there i just like how they were like all sad and depressed for like the last however long he was in christmas town and then he just comes strolling in with this big <laughs> fantastical snowmobile thing and presents and all that other stuff and the poor mayor rolled the whole way down the steps for nothing. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even home. Uh, what did you think of the town meeting? Uh, <laughs> they are so confused. Yeah. They have no clue what he's talking about. And he's so excited. He's so excited <laughs> he's so and they're excited. trying to make sense of it. With, they think he's with, crazy. Yeah, well, 
they're they're going along with it but like they're trying to make sense of it from like their knowledge of like creepy scary Uh stuff and they're like oh is it supposed to be no that's not how it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like this oh well what if it's like this and he's like okay i guess that's good enough but and then he's like i guess i'll give them what they want and And gave them the scary part yeah it's kind of funny that he thought it was sandy claws and it's like it's snow (laughs) and he doesn't have claws it's really funny i don't know if i wrote it down or not but the evil queen from snow white can be seen in the background of the town meeting she's sitting in the last seat and she's even holding an apple is she really yeah the evil queen of snow white like the old hag version of her holding like gives her the apple yeah Yeah. she's sitting in the back row oh i have to go back and watch it now again (laughs) (laughs) again again yeah that was i was like hey mom so you're you're coming to be our guests you should if you want you can go home and watch nightmare before christmas not that you need to but i'm gonna (laughs) i did (laughs) (laughs) i did twice so i had to rent it on youtube it's on disney plus i know i got logged out of disney plus and i couldn't figure out the password okay well i got the password okay cool Good to know. I Good sp- to know. I already spent four dollars. Oh, you should have texted dad. I know. I didn't want to bother him. He's so he doesn't want to text passwords. So I'd have to get like a phone call with like a code. Yeah, but Here, he, guess it. he speaks in code on the I phone. I know, too. that's why <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking run it for four dollars. I don't feel like He's like, oh E equals M C squared times the root of pi. That's <laughs> what the like, password is. Like, okay. <laughs> Alright, I don't know this. <laughs> like, can you just tell me? <laughs> like, he just speaks in code it's it's whatever. I, I guess it's understandable. It's it's understandable, but I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so me I spent too. Four dollars, <laughs> so I didn't have to encrypt it. And then we're didn't going have to crack the code. And then we're going into Cicely's favorite scene of the experiments. He's locked up in his tower. What do you he think cuts, about that scene? He cuts open the bear. Yeah. I like the. I like when he tries to cut a snowflake. Then he pulls it up. It's, <laughs> it's a, spider. a spider. He's like, oh. <laughs> like, how does this happen? After he, you know, took the book, and I like when he goes to Doctor Finkelstein to make yeah. the reindeer. I mm. need to borrow some things. I'm doing some experiments. <laughs> his experiments are just him breaking all of his <laughs> equipment <laughs> and destroying candy canes and stuff. Oh yeah, when he dips the candy cane in and he pulls it out, it's, and it's all just wiggly. like uh, yeah. He's like, the what the thing. heck? I like the bathtub. Mm. Uh, for Boogie's voice. Yeah. The bathtub has human feet, by the way. Ew. They're not like bathtub feet. They're human feet. Yeah, they're yeah, like they human shaped. It looks. Yeah. I know. I, that's why. It's I, like human shaped feet yeah. instead of those like claw. Cool. Claw toed. Like things. I wish I had a bathtub to carry me everywhere. Yeah, seriously. And they call them boogies boys. They're not all boys. Yeah, uh, Shock's shock. a girl. Is a yeah. girl. Yeah, she's a witch. Boogies boys. Boogies boys. Boogies boys. And she's she answers one of the boys. too. She is. Gives a clue to how they die too. Yeah. She was shocked. She was electrocuted. That's why she's yeah. shocked. True. Barrel was drowned. In a barrel. In a barrel. And Locke was locked in a freezer and froze to death. That's why his lips are blue. That's interesting. Goodness gracious. That's I didn't really know cool. that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think of that either. I mean, guy with axe in his head was killed by an axe, axe in his head. head. Yeah. <laughs> that one too. What, what explains the mayor? Mayor. Mayor. His neck was broken. That's why he can go do... Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That's why he can spin his head around. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then he's a politician. That's why he's two-faced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. Let's think. Who else? The Sally. The vampires are already dead. So yeah. They're... Sally must have been like dismembered mm-hmm. 
by a serial killer or something. She was dismembered and sewn back together. Yeah. Oh, God. This is, like, gorier than I knew. <laughs> yeah. This is why I consider it a horror movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, it's scary and creepy, uh, but it's for family. And the little boy running around, the little chunky little boy mm-hmm. and the mom. If you watch um, 13 Ghosts, that's one of the ghosts, the mom with the boy. I don't know exactly what they're called. Oh, really? But she has the little boy with her, and it, it like, resembles... The ghoul boy. Mm-hmm. And um, his mom, because she puts him on a leash later on in the movie. Yeah. There's also... It's also a hint to, like, Pugsley Adams, too. Oh, it could be, He's, yeah. like, a chunky boy with the black and white stripes. stripes. Yeah. Chunky monkey. Chunky monkey. That's what I call bun. The tar guy must have fell in, like, tar or quicksand or something. The sticky guy that yeah. Jack gets his hand stuck, stuck on. At one point, he just touches his nose and pulls off. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, what about the dude with the mouth that he has like the sh- oh. the circle teeth and like? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Cause he's just a monster, I would say. What about the clown with the tearaway face? Hmm. Sure, he got his face torn off. By what? Mm-hmm. Wood chipper. <laughs> I don't know. Chopped him pieces if he was a wood yeah. chipper. I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I don't was know just... how you tear your face off. That's 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 something to think about. I mean, Art the Clown ate that girl's face. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's the uh, experiment scene, and then what's after that? He says, Eureka, we have it. Okay, then it should be making Christmas, right? Yes, this is when they go in and decide which um, <laughs> Christmas presents they're going to make to give to the kids. So, this is my favorite scene of the movie, and there's like, what are, what are, what are some of the presents? There's a roadkill turtle. <laughs> Yeah, but he has to make it something fresh or something pleasant. <laughs> yes, but it, it was a turtle, the middle smashed by a tire. The hat. There's, so sad. There's the hats. Yeah, the bat. Does he say a bat? Does he make a bat the hat? And then he says you should use a rat. No, no, no. He, he uses the rat. That's the, what it was. And Jack tells him use a bat, bat. instead. The, the duck, duck. The duck with the bullet holes. And um, he has fangs, too. Yeah, the vampire duck. There's the uh, floating, round-headed baby doll baby doll thing yeah do they show you the shrunken head that they give the one little boy no you don't see it until he pulls it pulls out, it the, out the present box. yeah <laughs> that would be a, sh- a nod to beetlejuice then yeah the shrunken head oh there's the uh the witches or whatever with the three heads they do the nesting doll oh yeah the, there's three of them there's three hat. of them and they have a nesting doll thing they don't show the wreath though until he jack puts no it on yeah until it's on the door the snake he's shoving the presents yeah. inside the snake and he starts to get sucked in and that's all i can remember at the moment but that's yeah. my like favorite scene because they're all like chipping into the song and they're all chipping into the presents and stuff i think it's really funny and uh, i really like that song too they're all getting into the holiday spirit into the spirit of christmas yeah creepy christmas you can't have you know day old roadkill it has to be something fresher yes because <laughs> like, that's like, an good. hour ago that, roadkill that makes yeah it so an much hour better. ago roadkill and then it should be the isn't it the suit scene where he gets his santa suit after that yeah and he doesn't know what he's missing, missing and then he figures it out and that's when he sends boogie's boys to go get santa to and go bring get him santa. santa yeah and then they bring back bunny <laughs> bunny. Who says that? The guy with the axe in his head? Yeah. 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 Bunny. That guy was like based off of some sort of wrestler. I forget what his name was. He reminds me of Uncle Fester. A little bit, oh, yeah. Oh, he does, yeah. Yeah. 
but he was like based on some like real life wrestler i can't remember what his name oh was oh my gosh it was we'll funny. have to look that up because yeah. i really need to know i thought i also like how jack pulls his teeth out he like pulls his yeah. <laughs> jaw down and he makes the big scary face and scares the crap out of the, the little ones the trio yeah it was <laughs> funny which shows that they're still kids because they're still scared i mean also the guy in kentucky thinks he's mr unlucky yeah and stuff so he still scares people like adults so i wouldn't yeah. I w- i'd probably be scared by jack <laughs> too <laughs> in that song he says he screams like a banshee make you jump right out of your skin so yeah <laughs> I'm sure he's still he's still pretty scary to some people. Met and Jack, didn't you? In yeah, Salem. I met Jack in Salem. Hmm? I have a picture with Jack Skellington in Salem. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's cool. I didn't he's know. He's really that. tall. He was really tall and nice, and he was on stilts for sure. So I don't think anyone's like nine feet tall in real life. I mean. Maybe. Taco Maybe. Falls is a basketball player. He's seven six. Maybe it was the real Jack. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> That's it. I'm going. <laughs> you convinced go. me. I'm you going to go. find him. I also met Michael Myers. Jason. I, sent you, I sent you the picture of Michael Myers when we went trick-or-treating with the kids. I said hi to a Michael Myers at Bud Murphy's. Like, he was dressed fully like Michael Myers. And I said, hey, Michael. He said nothing. <laughs> well, he's, mean, not, I, he's not, he's not supposed, supposed to. to but what like, if his hey. real name was Michael? The dude under the Michael Myers mask. Yeah, I was like, hey, Michael. What if his real he's name like, was Michael? Like, okay. Well, he's not supposed to talk. <laughs> True. Good job, then. Okay, so what's the next scene? You're talking about making Christmas, right? Yeah, so then he gets his suit. Sally has her vision, which then that dates back. That could go back to her being a witch in a past life, too. True. She has premonitions. Yeah, it's a good point. I didn't think about about it that way. I did always wonder, like, why she had vision, like a vision of it. Like, why her, even? But that, and then if she was a witch, depending on how they killed her, could have been... Pulled by the horses. Yeah. They they used to tie people by the wrists and ankles to horses, and they would smack them and, and they'd just... take off and rip off body parts and Ugh. stuff maybe that's what happened maybe to that's her. what happened to her maybe she would, yeah either that's that or jack the ripper one of the two yeah but if she was a witch then it, it would have been it would have been the, yeah, the horses yeah so then she then then she tries to ruin the takeoff then yeah puts the fog into the into the fountain what do you think about zero becoming rudolph <laughs> he just wanted to help he was a helpful little thing he's so cute i like he's zero so I have Zero out in front of the house. He's My wife wanted to take it down. I was like, that's eh, Christmas too. Yep. It's literally called Nightmare Before Christmas. You should hang him down here. After? Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll have to hang him in yeah. the corner. He'd be a good decor. Decor. Well, at Lowe's, when I bought the three, I bought Jack, Zero, and Oogie Boogie. Those are my three. Mm. And they went from downstairs by the wood burner since we're gonna have to use that and just went up in the loft and now they're sitting up there because i can't (laughs) put them away they're too cute now should be the scene where he's being santa yes which is a hilarious scene what do you think (laughs) about what are your thoughts on that one (laughs) my favorite of course is when the little boy gets the shrunken head shrunken head. yeah that is hilarious <laughs> that's the best scene and i kind of well i kind of like when the jack gives the little girl and boy the doll and the duck and the duck because they kind of seemed like they really wanted them mm-hmm. until they came to life and then they were like oh never mind but this is not what I, <laughs> I regret my decisions <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna run away right now and that's when the wreath comes to life and gets that old woman in the rocking chair yeah and he puts the snake under the tree mm-hmm. and he thinks that's a good present i'm not so sure <laughs> was the snake the present or were the presents inside the snake the present i think when he comes out he's i don't think he has them in him when he comes out of the bag 
Hmm. I think he's just the snake. And then they put a couple more presents down, and then he eats them. <laughs> well, the guy was shoving presents in his mouth. Like a sack? Yeah, kind of like a sack, oh, and that's okay. when he sucks him in and starts okay. eating him at, at making Christmas. <laughs> so I, I was kind of wondering, was the snake the present or the gifts that he was eating the present? Yeah, that's a good question. I also get sad at this scene because it's clear that Jack is trying. He just doesn't understand enough to know that like Christmas isn't supposed to be scary. And he's clearly wanting to do something good and just feel good and feel different than you know what he's felt for the last however many years he's been yeah. dead and they shoot him out of the sky for it i, I would have been happy with the scary getting chased presents <laughs> i would have been I, it would be funny to get <laughs> seeing a duck chase me around with bullet holes and it's it's a wooden duck what's it gonna do to you <laughs> yeah. the, the baby doll flying would have been kind of freaky i would have shit my pants well that would that was a vampire baby doll yeah that would have been kind of freaky that, so that was probably freaky. trying to suck you. the blood yeah <laughs> but like a, he was trying yeah he, he gave was. it the good old college try and he got <laughs> shot out of the sky for it that scene always makes me upset well, but i also really like the song that comes out of it when he's on the yeah the book of the the, the headstone or whatever mm-hmm. i really like that song because it's kind of the same as jack's lament like it's sad and then it's happy and then it's sad and then it's happy and then he runs into the thing like i don't know it, once again danny elfman being a genius mm-hmm. genius genius well they they did write all the music first yeah and then they wrote the script based oh off, really they wrote they started making the movie before the script was even done yes it was like halfway done then they started making I'm sure the they movie. could do that though with how long it took, <laughs> it took yeah years. with three years yeah <laughs> lots of rewrites yeah yeah and disney actually does put jack in the villain category really they do jack jack is the villain yeah if you if you look it up of all the disney villains jack is a villain what unless they changed it recently last time i looked he was that's interesting i wouldn't think he was the villain villain. why isn't oogie boogie the villain they're both it's just it's not there's nothing in that movie that's considered good good except santa i guess except santa santa would be the hero then oh. of the movie because he goes back and saves christmas after jack i suppose but i also Ew. don't see jack as a villain no he was trying to do good he was he his heart was in the right place he just doesn't understand because all he knows is halloween town exactly and that's why that scene makes Hall- me sad because he gets shot out of the sky for it he just tries to be good and then this goes into didn't you say it was your favorite scene where he goes and saves yes. sally and santa yes. see He's technically a hero because he goes and saves Santa, even though it was his fault. Yeah, so yes. he's not a villain. So he's not a villain. We should write a letter. Because if it wasn't for Jack, Christmas never would have been saved. Exactly. Cause so Boogie he's was, not a villain. Boogie was trying to boil him. Change it, Disney. <laughs> he is not you the villain. Us? I know you're listening. We know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I really like that scene, too, because it shows like how masterful what, what Jack does. Like, how... how extremely good he does his job because he does like the jumping through the knives and he's like jumping on the the guns and jumping out of the way and like also like right in the very first second of him saving them he pulls them out stuffs them in an iron maiden and lays on the table before oogie even reacts yeah like that's just no idea that's just how good jack is and it just shows like what he's actually supposed to be doing i also think it's really funny that Oogie Boogie thinks that he can beat him. 
too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, no, you're, that's not going to happen. Sorry. So what would Oogie Boogie's cause of death be if he's in a burlap sack? Magic. He was just brought together by magic and bugs. And I bugs. Think. And bugs. Or he was put in a burlap sack and eaten by bugs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Maggots and stuff. Earwigs. Ew. Also, I like the... It's like the first appearance of like jack and sally's love he kind of he's like oh yeah i mean he realizes she's the one that knows him best out of halloween town yeah she i like when she makes him that little potion he opens it and the, the butterfly, butterfly, butterfly. Comes. yeah yes. i was like that's cute why can't anyone do that for me <laughs> and i also like the uh whole ending with he apologizes to santa and then santa comes back around and flies and gives him some snow and it also kind of gives like halloween town the taste of christmas that they were supposed to have instead of just like making toys and stealing christmas they get their own kind of christmas yeah. and then it's the pumpkin instead of tim burton's head. head scene i think they should let the head in yes and tim burton probably would have been like yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. like that's like the best idea i've heard <laughs> in this whole this whole script I mean, it's it's funny that they're playing with pumpkins, but I mean, somebody's head would have been more head, fitting because they shoot the pumpkin right at the at the camera. Yeah. So you're kind of <laughs> just Tim Burton's face and the, the like a jump scare or something. Yeah. I also think it's a really good ending. You finally you get Jack and Sally's montage thing there at the end where they're finally like saying like I love you basically. They found each other and mm -hmm. now they don't have to be alone and. Sally gets out of the grips of uh, Dr. Finkelstein. and He has a companion. Everyone gets like a happy ending. And clearly Santa forgives him because Santa flies says, over and says happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, yeah. And Jack says Merry Christmas. Well, I have a fear fact for that one there. Okay. It'll come up later. Oh, okay. So, me and Sis have a little bit of a surprise here. We got a couple quiz questions for you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> There's a couple on here you might not know. Because I didn't know. I mean, you've obviously seen it a bunch more times than me. But uh, there's there was a couple on here that I even got wrong, too. We're going to start with an easy one. What's the name of Jack's dog? Zero. True or false, Tim Burton directed this movie? False. Where can you find Spiral Hill? In the cemetery. Yeah. Who are the three people in Oogie's Trio? The Oogie Boys. Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Yep. Uh, okay, this one. Who's the Pumpkin King? Jack Skellington. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> Silly. Uh, what is Oogie Boogie's tongue? The snake. Yeah. What is the mayor's tie? Oh, it's a spider. Yeah. The What kind of spider? It's a black widow. Mm-hmm. I was going to say a dead fish. Dead fish? <laughs> <laughs> no, J uh, Sally gives Jack a dead fish in the basket. Okay. Yes. Yep. But, well, yeah, fish, bones. fish bones. Fish bones, yeah. yeah. Dead fish. Dead fish. Because fish, yeah. <laughs> what are the three ingredients to the professor's soup? Deadly nightshade. Is frog's warm. breath uh -huh. and worm's work. Yeah. I think I got you that on a keychain. Yes, it's in my oh, purse. Okay. There it's you on go. my purse. So spirit Halloween. What does Jack call Santa? Sandy Claude. What is Jack's task for the Oogie Boys? They have to go get Santa and bring him back. Yeah. Kidnap. Kid yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. They <laughs> kidnap Santa. This one was already said in the beginning. Out of the four choices, what did this movie start as? Dream, poem, painting, or school play? It's a poem. Yeah. Who did the music and lyrics? Danny Elfman. Who voiced Jack? Which, the, his speaking voice? Both. His speaking voice is Charles Sheridan. Yeah. And then his singing voice was Danny Elfman. Yep. Who voiced Locke? What comedian voiced Locke? Locke. Oh, I don't think I know that. This? I have no idea. Paul Rubens. 
Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Oh my God. He was locked. Pee-wee. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Who did the the Oogie Boys accidentally bring the Jack? The Easter Bunny. Bunny. What is the theme of Oogie's lair? It's casino night. <laughs> <laughs> what so bone does Jack take out and throw for zero? His rib. You got a 99%, Mom. <laughs> Yay. Other than the Paul Rubin. Yeah, I didn't one. know that. I can't believe I didn't know that. I didn't even know who you said at first until you said Pee Wee. Pee Wee Herman, yeah. Yeah, not a lot of people know his real name. Okay, you have you guys have anything you want to talk about before I get into the fear facts? Because I got an entire page full. No, go ahead, do this. See what we got. Okay, so to start our fear facts, the first one I have written down is that the speech that the mayor gives is actually written on the paper in the movie. Like they actually wrote it on his scroll. Oh wow! So if you actually see him giving the speech in the movie, and he like turns it and faces it towards the camera at one point, it's word for word written on the piece of paper. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. W- one of the books that Jack was reading was Rudolph, foreshadowing later Zero becoming Rudolph. He was also reading Christmas Carol. He was reading the Santa Claus book, like History of Santa Claus or whatever. There was a whole stack of like Christmas themed books that he had, but yeah, he, had he read Noel. A- yeah. He had what? He had Noel. Oh. Just yep. not the way you spell your middle name, but cute. And Xmas was one of the books. Yeah. So the Grove of Trees, like the different tree doors, that is actually called the Hinterlands. And it was never named in the movie until the game Kingdom Hearts came out. Because they have a Nightmare Before Christmas world on Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. And if you go to the Grove of Trees, it's called the Hinterlands. Oh, okay. Interesting. So we that. never really knew the name until yeah. Kingdom Hearts. And guess what? I knew that before you because I play that <laughs> game all the time. The game. <laughs> I used to watch you play that all the time. It was pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, it's a really good game. Um, the town was kind of given like a living aspect. And if you pay attention in certain scenes, you can actually see like the gates swaying to the music and stuff. Yeah. And there's all kinds of like pumpkins in the shape, like the shape of a pumpkin and like the gates and doors and whatnot. Also going, my next one kind of goes into that last one. All of the houses have faces and you can see it like in the background of the movie each house has a different face on it so it's kind of like giving the town like a like it's alive kind of feeling and all the different things like spiral hill moves that stretches out for jack to walk on and stuff so it's it's kind of like a living town rather than anything and dr finkelstein's Yep. Laboratory is shaped as his head. That's how I'm trying to be one day. That's my next one. House his shaped f- like a dog. Finkelstein's house is supposed to s- take from Frankenstein, yeah. the satellite pulling the electricity in to give life to his creations, and it's supposed to look like his body and his head is matching him. Isn't his mouth just disgusting? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> really weird like, mouth, isn't it? I do not like looking at his mouth. <laughs> it's weird. And when he kisses his brain and gets slapped, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> snapped into it. Like you said earlier, Mom, the original poem had three characters, Jack, Zero, and Santa. Songs written before the script, you said that. Danny Elfman sang Jack. Also Barrel and Tearaway Face Clown. Took three years to make. Hockey was Tim Burton's head. Here is the one I was telling you earlier. There's an extended ending that they made. And the extended ending is Santa Claus finishing a poem or making a poem as like a prologue. And it says about him going back to Halloween Town several years later, seeing that Jack and Sally have four to five skeleton children. Oh. 
and well, they you can actually look it up on YouTube Ryan the extended Bells. ending to Nightmare Before Christmas. It's actually and uh, Santa asked Jack like, "Hey, if you had the chance to go back and do it all over again, knowing the knowledge you know now, would you do it? Would you still do it?" And he goes, and he looks at Sally and his kids, and he looks back and Santa, and he says, "Wouldn't you?" And yeah. that's how it ended. Oh, that's cute. That's I wish they would have left that in because that yeah. perfectly sums up the movie. And I I want to I want to to see the actual jack and sally's kids yeah you can see it on youtube like they do have oh. like picture like a comic book style or pictures yeah. or whatever and there was this little skeleton with pigtails <laughs> and sally's dress it was, so it was so, that was the cutest one she was like hanging off the uh off of santa's sleigh or whatever she it was just a, jack's head with pigtails and sally's dress it was Aww. it was really it was really funny danny elfman has a jack from that they use in the movie the little model as me and mom know marilyn manson loves this movie yes he absolutely loves this movie he oh, covered wow. this is halloween oh, yeah it was like yeah. the best cover of that song but I think, uh, uh fallout boy did it too marilyn manson's is better but i like yeah, it better but, but yeah it, apparently he like absolutely loves this movie too which is understandable because he's creepy too so yeah. <laughs> man in the bass is based on elfman Here's one that I think is really funny that I didn't know. Ogie was originally supposed to be Finkelstein in disguise. And he was supposed to come out. He was like, I don't want you. I didn't want. I was like jealous of Sally picking Jack over me. So I, you know, but Tim Burton was pissed. So pissed, in fact, that he kicked a hole in the wall. (laughs) And they changed it after that. And the crew cut the hole out of the wall and framed it. (laughs) He was so pissed that he kicked a hole in the wall and they framed it. Wow. Wow. And then after that, the uh, one of the writers said, I can still write a better ending than what was what they had and he like blew up and like was screaming like no like no you're not changing the ending leave it alone they've they never talked about it again that was the end of it after seeing a a hole kicked in the wall and getting screamed at they finally shut up and let (laughs) tim burton's ending be tim burton's ending even though it was he wasn't like a writer but yeah he was still he was just i just think it's funny that he was so pissed he kicked a (laughs) hole in the wall when they framed it that's hilarious I did write it down. The evil queen was in the back row of the meeting. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. I didn't notice her. Tim Burton doesn't actually see Oogie as evil, which makes sense because, I mean, Oogie Boogie was just doing his job. True. It was kind of Lock, Shock, and Barrel's fault that Santa got there, but he did try to kill Jack. So Jack killing Oogie in the end is justified because he tried to murder him and not well how could you murder a skeleton but he he tried to get rid of jack in how many different ways so it's not like he just murdered ogie just for the hell of it but he's been like a thorn in jack's ass for how long and then he finally tries killing him and stuff because jack was double dead according to ogie boogie (laughs) (laughs) now you're double dead uh sally's sewing machine is a black widow with the with it's pulling out the spider web that's cool remember when she was uh putting the the basket down Uh yeah it was a little spider letting its web out the pudgy ghoul boy was a nod to uh pugsley adams and disney astrology book says that sally's birthday is on february 8th oh nice oh really yep huh so she's uh she's a february baby just like you she'd be an aquarius wouldn't she yeah because you're a pisces yeah she's an aquarius that was all my fear facts that i had (laughs) yeah it's pretty much hit them so 
me and Cicely have a little gift for you for being our first <laughs> guest on our podcast. It's uh, we'll put a picture of it on the podcast Facebook. <laughs> it's a little so Jack Skellington so tree ornament. Oh, look at his little head. It's a Funko Pop one, of course, Aww. too. Yeah, he's, he's so cute. We'll have to take him. a picture and post it on. Yeah whenever this episode goes up we'll post the picture of the ornament thank you he's adorable look at his smile he's so cute dang he can't be the villain when he exactly. looks like that's villain. also you know what this little evil smile on my shirt he's kind of <laughs> yeah but that's just like ornery that's not mm-hmm. evil yeah he's just being ornery it's like fun. so our other kind of gift to you is that since you are our first guest you will be able to pick the next movie that we're doing on january 7th oh do I have to be nice? No. To me, yes. <laughs> you can pick whatever you want. Because I was going to say Terrifier. I knew you were going to say that. Cicely won't want to watch it alone, but we'll do it. I mean, we could all watch it together. I'd watch it again. It was so good. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, sis. Terrifier! Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll do Terrifier. I'm not mentally prepared. <laughs> Don't take a couple shots before that one. Well, do you have anything you want to add? I just, I, it's funny that you said about the Valentine's Day door, or the Valentine's door. Yeah. So I am now, I just started reading the book, The Pumpkin Queen. That's a sequel about Sally, it's right? It's a sequel about Sally becoming the queen after her and Jack get married. And they go into the Valentine's Ooh. door. That's yeah. their honeymoon. Oh, that's so cute. So you'll have to read it if you want to yeah. know what the Valentine's world looks like. And it's actually really cute. So oh. far, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, yeah, it's, it's interesting. In the extended ending, all the people come out of their respective doors, too. Like a Cupid comes out of Valentine's Day. Oh. Santa comes out of Christmas, Halloween Town. I think there was a turkey coming out of the Thanksgiving. Like everyone yeah. came out and like introduced each other now That's that they so knew funny. that like there's other doors. There's other existing doors. Yeah. So they like all came out into Halloween Town and all introduced each other, like themselves to each other too. There's a twist with that in the book. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I'll have to get it. I'm not gonna say anything. I mean, I'll as soon as I'm done reading it, you can borrow it and read it, but. I'll probably get it on Audible so I can, so can listen, listen to, to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very interesting, the the take on it. I like it so far. Because basically, she, it's it's her turn. Yeah, to tell her story, kind of. For her to step up and actually be who... She was supposed to be. Who she's supposed to be. Kind of like what she was created to be. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts over there? Me? Yeah. I think it's very cute. I didn't realize it was that gory until <laughs> you guys told me. Well, I mean, it's not gory. I mean, it's, it's not just... gory, but like the, you know... If you know, like, the hints and, yeah, yeah, the meanings behind it. And I really like the aesthetic. Of course, you had to throw that word in or it wouldn't be a (laughs) Slasher Siblings. I like it. Yeah, it wouldn't be a Slasher Siblings podcast without that word thrown in, so. I like it a lot. I just, it's very cozy. It's, like, Coraline cozy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a cozy movie. Well, for me, I'm kind of, like, obsessed with musical movies. If if it's, like, a musical-type movie, I probably really like Chicago. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Hairspray. Okay, that's one I didn't like. Uh, you don't like Hairspray? No, I don't really like Hairspray. Not even the one with Zac Efron? No. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, like Rocket Man, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, those are documentaries, but like they're musical style because they have the music in it. So. Pitch Perfect. Oh, Pitch Perfect. I love Pitch <laughs> yeah. Perfect, yeah. No, the, I really like this movie. I really like the, the, the writing and directing. 
I like that it's like a stop motion. It's not like an like a fully animated movie or anything. There's a, there's a couple pieces in it, like Jack falling down the the portal to Christmas Town was obviously animate like a CGI type thing. But I like that it's like a stop motion type movie instead of the traditional CGI animated type movie. Uh-huh. I really really like the music. That's probably my favorite part about this movie: the songs and everything. <laughs> What what do you like about it, sis? About what? What are your what about the movie? What do you like oh, about the I movie? Oh, I thought I was I thought I already said. I just you I don't like know. the aesthetic, of yeah, course. Yeah, I like the aesthetic. I think I don't know. It's just different from a lot of movies, if that makes sense. <laughs> All right, mom. Closing statement here. Closing statement. What what do you like about this movie? I like the feel that it's it is a Halloween movie, but it's also Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. And it's upbeat. I mean, I realize he's trying to steal Christmas, Christmas yeah. but he doesn't do it in a malicious way. He's not trying to steal it. He puts That's hard into it. He tries. The Grinch oh, tries to steal Christmas. And Jack just borrows and it I from him. And I love him, yeah. <laughs> the Grinch is the best. And I like that all these characters end up somewhere else in other movies. Yeah, yeah. Because Jack is actually in Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. You can see his head on top of Beetlejuice's head. hat when he comes out of the floor. Really? Yeah. When he comes out and they're in the, like, he's the, uh... Like, he's he like a... Yeah, the long arms. Yeah. When the, he the comes hammers. up and the um, merry-go-rounds yeah. on his head, Jack's on top of his I head. I didn't know that. I'll have to go look. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that came out in 88, I think, right? So he oh. he only had the, the poem at oh. that point. yeah. Because cool. this movie came out in 93, so they didn't start writing and making the movie until 1990. So at that point, it was just a poem. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. It's also cool to see like how this movie kind of not only like influenced Tim Burton's style, mm-hmm. because I mean Beetlejuice was Beetlejuice, but like it wasn't until Nightmare Before Christmas that he kind of had that certain vibe. Because like uh, Beetlejuice gets kind of dark. Oh yeah. So but it still I mean has like yeah. Edward Scissorhands, you get like all the machines that, yes. in Edward Scissorhands like have that they kind of look like the ghoul boy and like all the lock shock and barrel kind yeah. of were like the egg beater guys like yeah. it was very clear like Nightmare Before Christmas became like his style ever uh-huh. since it came out. I really like that about Tim Burton movies too. Yeah. I also like that he always has Helena and Johnny. John Depp. I love Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, that's a good Cute movie. movie. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, before we end out, what do you guys rate the movie? Mom gives it a 10 out of 10. I do. <laughs> it's my absolute favorite movie ever. Um, yeah, I'll say 9 out of 10. Because it's like, you know, I, I rate my favorite movies 10 out of 10. Yeah. 9.5. Because I also, yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for like for that. For me, like a 10 is like The Shining or Halloween. I'm waiting for like a perfect movie. I haven't given anything a ten out of ten yet. Yeah, you give every all your favorite movies yeah. a ten out of ten. <laughs> well, you gotta. Yeah, but no, it's right up there with like The Conjuring. Yeah, it's for sure equally as good. Yeah, this has been my favorite top movie for years. So I mean, we all know the words, <laughs> uh, all the lyrics, a hundred percent, whatever. Yeah. I, I sing the song for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That's why when I rewatched it, I was like, eh, I can sit on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already know what happens. It's just, I'm just listening to it. No, I'm singing along the whole time, changing my voice when he does and changing my voices for the different characters and stuff. I get into it. This is a good-ass movie. It is. Kidnap Mr. Claus. All right, you guys have anything else you want to add real quick? No, I don't think so either. All right, well, that concludes our 
Nightmare Before Christmas discussion with our special guest, our mother, <laughs> your mom. Your mom. <laughs> uh, next week we'll be watching The Lodge. Neither of us have seen it, so this will be another. The Lodge. Yeah, this will be another movie that neither of us have seen. It's, it's a Christmas movie. Apparently, there's like stuck in a ski lodge or something, and like there's a serial is killer. There, is there like a mom and two kids? I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. I may have seen it. Okay, this is a movie that I definitely haven't seen, and she oh, might have seen. Maybe. 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 It's not confirmed. <laughs> it's not confirmed. We'll so, know once I start no. watching it. I'll be like, ah, shit. I think I might have. I think I might have watched it. I don't know. All right. Well, we want to thank you for joining in on our Christmas special, first special guest yep. episode. You're not getting paid. <laughs> we gave her a gift. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got Jack. That's your payment. And she got to pick the next movie. Oh, yeah, that's your payment. Thanks for coming. <laughs> She's mad at me. <laughs> Why would I be mad? Because I picked the Terrifier. Oh, yes, I am mad at you. I took that back. Yes, yeah, see. I knew you were going to fucking say that as soon as you, as soon as you <laughs> were like, <laughs> do I have to be nice? I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be Terrifier. Fucking watch that again. But it's so good. It's really not, guys. It is. It is. It's the second one gets even better. No, I'm not yes. watching that. It gets even better. It's I longer. Have to be, I have to be not sober to watch the second one. <laughs> Probably. It would, it would help you. Yeah. But it's really good, too. It's better. All right. Well, thanks for joining in this week. We'll catch you next week with The Lodge. We'll, just, we'll talk to you next week. I don't know why I said it <laughs> twice. Catch you later. Bye.